that's what I wanted to get into today, really. Kind of get a bit of context behind what you've been up to, why you've been doing it, sort of what the benefit is to people, um, and also how you've been delivering it. Because I think a lot of what you've been doing is quite transferable to other people in other industries. Um, and it's, yeah. it's a bit of a best practice for something that a lot of other people should follow. And I think for, you know, for the purpose of recording some of this, that would be really useful for people to hear about. Um, I, I don't know if you'd agree, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. We'll see. We'll see what um, I can share a couple of bits. Yeah, why we've done what we've done, and uh, yeah. and the functionality and how that works, and what feedback we've had. Um, and yeah, you can take whatever you'd like from that, and hopefully that gives you <laughs> some insight, mate. Yeah. So what, let's let's start from the beginning then. So where where I obviously know where all this has come from, but for the purpose of the listeners, um, where did it all start, and, and why? You know, what are you doing, and why? Um, so obviously with us all trapped at home as such is probably how some people are describing it uh, how we're together with our own our own space together from my side of things first of all my my job is I work uh, in obviously as you know but I work in workplace health and well-being uh, for a large company so we produce stuff both and with the whole workforce kind of 1200 to 1600 employees um, being at home now there was a lot of insight of going, right, so our internal workplace wellbeing team, like what can we do for our employees to help wellness overall? So part of that idea was coming, how can we support the internal employees? But for me as well, on the, off the back of that, my background is as a, is as a personal trainer, as a, as a wellbeing coach, uh, and obviously that's how, how we met as a whole. So we'll uh, you into yeah. a little bit of shape. Still busting um, my ass into shape even now. Probably <laughs> 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 best. But what came up for me is that there's an opportunity to just share openly with a lot of people how or people that wanted to hear. Kind of share what we what we could do from home. Because the first thing that popped up when uh, the government announced what three weeks ago, one form of exercise outside, we're all at home, pretty much every uh, wannabe PT, every personal trainer, and every uh, influencer with an interest in fitness um, was basically going to do my home workout. It's important to iron out now that you're not trying to be the next Joe Wicks. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. And I mean, Joe, Joe's had a, you know, is a massive marketing uh, machine behind him, and he does some some incredible stuff. And there, there is a point for everything. I think mm. engaging people in activity, that guy is, is massively good at. The important thing for me is that it's not, it's probably not the right time for everyone to suddenly be every single day running, jumping around their room um, to try and get fitter. Because for a lot of people, actually, that level of intensity is is not going to be beneficial to their health. Um, but also that kind of activity is just going to lead to a burnout. And there is a huge opportunity. What I saw and what I've been trying to communicate to people, there's a huge opportunity now where you can't do the things you would normally do. So there is an opportunity to do things differently and also to maybe do some of the, the unsexy stuff, the stuff that isn't so fun, but is going to mean that in three, six, nine weeks' time, your health and fitness, and you're actually in a lot better from a health perspective than you ever were. And you can go back to doing what you were doing and actually you'll see improvements, whether it's you're a runner, you go to the gym, maybe you're just trying to lose weight or put on some muscle mass. Like just from a health perspective, you could be in a better place. Yeah. So that's effectively the message that I wanted, wanted to communicate. And um, there were kind of two, two key areas that I looked at. And the important thing was is that from my coaching background, 
I do have a quite a large mailing list, which I haven't basically since I've been in this full time job for the last two years. I haven't communicated with that mailing list, so it's a mailing list that's been sat there dormant. Haven't heard anything from me for a significantly long time. Yeah. Initially, what I did was is I started a Facebook group, just called it Quarantine Health Jake Sanders Coaching, um, and invited a handful of people that I know are interested in what I do from a coaching background and just started doing two live workouts a week and just writing some content for everyone to consume on a weekly basis. And we're now four weeks into that group. We're just coming to the end of the fourth week of that group being live. It started with 15 people in it. It's now 157 just before we came on this call. So, and that has just been organic sharing. I have not invited a whole load of people into that group. The group was kept private. So you have to request to join. And the only people who have come in have been people invited by the people that are in the group. So it's been quite cool that that has been a natural growth just from delivering um, value to people with a very strong message of what we shouldn't be doing is jumping around. What we shouldn't be doing is despairing that we're all stuck inside. We should be taking this opportunity to improve the situation we're in and adapt. So evolve and adapt has been the message. I think the nice um, thing is as well, though, with the, with the size of the group, you know, I mentioned you're not trying to be Joe Weeks for a reason because, you know, your type of training, you're not aiming this for the mass, right? You're not aiming this to get to a point where you're teaching a million people at once. You know, I, I know this full well, but just for the purpose of people listening, like you train, you know, your group training and the PT that you do, it isn't meant to be blown out on mass, is it? It's, it's meant to be no. with small groups so you can watch them and actually give feedback. You know, because rather than just, exactly. you know, pushing things out, you're actually taking things, uh, what's the word? You're sharing things while, while the training's going on. And, so, and the focus, and I think what we wanted to keep was the focus of coaching. And yeah. something that is lost because the people, um, whatever people's exercise was at the moment, if they were going to the gym or going to classes or having personal training, they probably lost the community aspect of what they were doing. Yeah. So by bringing it into a Facebook group, the goal was to bring that community aspect back as much mm-hmm. as possible. Um, and and you're right, it's not, it's, the training isn't for the masses, it's not for everyone to, you can't just drop in and suddenly smash it out of the water. The goal is is to, is to develop and to progress. So there is structure, so effectively the way, and to, to simplify it for everyone in terms of our training, what we do, or what we try and share is, it's about moving well. So first of all, mostly, can I move through a full range of motion through this joint? So am I healthy? from a mobility point of view. Yeah. Am I strong in all positions? So in a squat, am I able to hold each position of a squat, for example, so I'm strong? And then am I cardiovascularly fit so I don't get out of breath going up and down the stairs? It's building baseline fitness, but looking at mobility, strength, and cardio. And that's kind of that mixed modality is kind of probably what some people may know it as. That's what we, what I try and program in to support people with. What what range um, what range of fitness and ages is this for then, or are you planning to do it for a wide range and segment it as as they as it grows? So interestingly, so when we started the group, um, it was whoever was wanting to engage and do something better. Mm-hmm. So we have female rugby players, male rugby players, um, mums, kids. I know I've got people literally sending me pictures of them with their kids all doing it together. So yeah, that's nice. people who are nine. I think my youngest participant I've had has been nine. And my <laughs> oldest has been uh, 75. Oh, amazing. Um, 
and they're not family. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I've, I've roped in my my uh, my cousin and my grandma <laughs> to get those numbers. Um, yeah, they're just just because people have because the opportunity now as well is that people can do stuff as a family. Mm-hmm. So it's showing that the important thing is, look, I'm not going to have you running and jumping around like mad, but this is something that anyone can do, but there's a structure to it and there's a way of doing it. So yeah, it's not marketed to the masses in the sense of, it's not marketed to the masses that anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's probably the two sides. So I think that's why the, the natural growth has been quite good from it. Yeah. Um, so what, what you're trying to replicate really then is, is the group training that I used to do with you. Uh, you know, when you when you have maybe three sessions a day, I know that's not what you're doing at the moment, but if you did it full-time as a coach, you maybe do three group training sessions a day plus a few individual training sessions. Yeah. And that's kind of, in a sense, what you're trying to replicate online, which I think is really clever because people are missing that community thing and you can't get feedback from a live training session, you know, and everyone no. seems to be doing live training sessions, but there's, there's no accountability because no one's watching you train. You're just kind of doing it. You could sit down halfway through and no one would know any better. From the very start, the message has been the same. It's been like, this is how training should be during this time. So we've said about that mobility, strength, and cardio. So people know that it's not going to be a drop-in hit session dropout. Mm-hmm. They've known that from the start. We also, there are a couple of people who are helping me out as well. But what we've been looking at doing is, over the last four weeks, it has just been those two. We've done two live sessions a week, every week, nonstop. And then on the other days that we're not doing lives, we're writing some content for people to go and do in their own time and share. Right, this is how long it took me to do, or right, this is how I found it. So it's just a bit of engagement for that. Been building up for the last four weeks, and during that time, also um, we've engaged. I've engaged the mailing list that I had. So we've been so effectively how we've done it is that this week we've sent an email every day to the mailing list. With, with a small action plan. So it's been like day one was just a hello. What could what support could you need from me? By the way, we're running a Facebook group with like with free live workouts. Second day then was uh, we shared a little bit around um, nutrition and we shared like a live cook-off. So just a video of a live cook-off. We then shared other bits around uh, guys, like articles written by friends of mine, so uh, a registered nutritionist wrote an article on food and moods. We shared that uh, yesterday. Uh, today has just been a little bit around um, engaging with the weekend, just enjoying and make, taking time to to be okay of just doing nothing. It's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. Um, so we've built that up. And then going into next week, the how we are running the Facebook group is going to change. It's all been about building momentum to a point where we then, because nothing has been sold. And ultimately, I'm a coach. So at some point, my livelihood base is on selling coaching. Yeah. So I have to, to there's got to be something to retail to, to fulfill my job. So we'll continue to do a free live workout every week. Also, all the live workouts that we've done so far, we've recorded, saved, put into a digital ebook. So anyone can take the program we've delivered for the last four weeks. Any of the members of the group can drop back into that program and rather than having to search through the Facebook group, they've got a YouTube link, they can click on that, and that gives them, you know, a incredibly valuable piece of content for for free. They just by the fact they've engaged and asked to have content, they've got that. Yeah. The extension will be is that now we're gonna be doing um the live Zoom, so using Zoom group training sessions. And rather than the live sessions where I'm actually doing the workout and everyone's following along. The Zoom workout will be, I will demonstrate what it is, and then I will 
watch and coach the people through the Zoom channel. Yeah. And I think the, the really cool thing that Zoom offers for that, and obviously it's transferable across loads of businesses, but people are missing community. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably why tools like Microsoft Teams, like Zoom, especially for me, have come forefront to rather than picking up the phone and calling someone, it's a video call. Yeah. It's probably like little things like that we're getting used to it because we want that connection. Whereas the, the Zoom sessions are designed in exactly the same way to give people connection with circles maybe they would normally talk to mm-hmm. or building a community around the activities that they've done. And our program, the sessions differently, so there is time. It's not just right, we're working out and then we finish. We'll build that community connection and then go back to doing the work that needs to be done. And I yeah. think that community aspect is what is missing and, and what you, you can replicate the best programming, the best product, the best coaching, but why people go to certain facilities is due to the community that you get. Mm-hmm. And that is what everyone is lacking right now. And that's what we have the opportunity of, of putting in place. I think, I think the really cool thing about this though, you know, kind of the emails aside is the fact that you're not, you've gone out there as a coach, you know, like everybody else, but you're not doing what everybody else seems to be doing. And, and yes, yeah, sometimes it works really great. And all of these, influencers that are doing live Instagram stories and stuff it's cool and and lots of people are doing it because that's their only option but I I think the fact that you're you're adding the feedback element and the accountability element because you're actually doing the exercise then watching that kind of flipping it on its head and putting the accountability on the person doing the workout is going to be so valuable I'm I'm surprised I mean I, I may have just missed other people doing this, but I've not seen anyone talking about this. I've seen loads of people doing kind of outward pushed workouts to the masses because they want the biggest numbers and the biggest views, but they're kind of ignoring the valuable nature of giving people feedback because you made a really good point when this is all over and people go back to normal, I do think that habits will change and, and some people will still want to do workouts online but they're only going to want to do it if they have feedback from a coach and if they feel like they're being coached, they're not just watching someone do a workout. So I think there's more longevity in this than just doing, you know, live mass workouts during an outbreak and a lockdown. A couple of a couple of my friends who are also coaches are using Zoom um, to personal train. So they their job is as one-to-one personal trainer. So they've maintained that connection they've they've adapted and gone right okay we can't work out at the gym but i can still have that accountability which is i think that any reason i've ever paid for a coach in the past for me has been for accountability not necessarily for i've, I've bought on personal connection and how i get on with the person things like that and mm-hmm. um, but the main reason why i'm i'm valuing it is the accountability it gives me and and that's effectively what, I, what i'm paying for so I think that some people have missed with a live workout, you can only see X number of people are watching. You don't, you, they could just simply be watching the amusement of yeah, you exactly. jumping around. Exactly. So um, I think it's, it, and it, I think live can, is a good way of delivering free content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a good way, like I said, of engaging in terms of, if you go on Instagram live, everyone gets notification. Um, going live in the group is quite useful because obviously it's a closed group of people. Um, but I think the next evolution is using a system like Zoom or anything where you can have a gallery view of everyone that's on, Yeah. where you can provide coaching feedback, but also create where everyone can see everything. Because, you know, anyone who's doing a live workout, you can only see the person you're following. You can't see the other people that are doing it. 
Whereas when you're taking a, uh, a Zoom function, you can see what everyone else is doing. The next step, and I'll, I'll give you what I predict will be the next step. And I think companies like um, Garmin and Polar, so heart rate trackers, may yeah. start to look at uh, a company called MyZone. So MyZone do um, heart rate tracking. You'll find that a lot of commercial gyms now use MyZone systems where it will display, like while you're doing a class, it will display everyone's heart rate. Oh, right, okay. How hard everyone's working, so it kind of holds you to you can see if someone's just coasting through a workout because their heart rate will come up at like 60% of max while everyone else is at 80. Uh, so there's right, an accountability, okay. a visual accountability in a classroom now. Yeah. Now, I think that there will be my zone or Garmin or Polar, for example, will develop so that you can have a Zoom session and it will display everyone's heart rate if everyone buys the piece of equipment. No, so no, then, you, no. then you create another level. And I think that's only a matter of time before that happened because the companies that use those systems, so you have a whole load of gym providers, class providers that use that kind of technology in their classes, they will be wanting to be able to deliver that same accountability in their online sessions because I know that a couple of them are doing online sessions. Yeah. So that'll be the next stage. That's what I predict will be the next stage of engagement of how to take this to, a, to another level it will go a step further and you'll be able to have so like you can see us two on the on the live you'll then have like a little band which will say all the heart rate yeah i think that will yeah. be that will be where this technology side for health and fitness will go mm-hmm. and offers an alternative i think it's because you think if you can coach 10 people i think it, it gives you opportunity because there are so many really high quality coaches that just can't afford a facility or a priced out facility or outworked from being able to deliver classes to people and the access. So I think this will bring the access to people massively as well, because suddenly you, you can't justify as such charging the same amount that you charge for in-person personal training for digital. Oh, no, because, because it's because your overheads are less, but your time is still the same value, but you, and you can deliver to more people. So not that, it's going to be a massive discount because initially it will be but the price will go back up mm-hmm. i think around for zoom group classes i think the pricing point is going to be somewhere between 20 to 60 pounds a month yeah. um and i think it will that that will be where it sits depending on location type of person obviously for some people they'll be able to charge a huge amount more because they're in demand and obviously as time simple supply demand if you have only got so much time then naturally that's going to go up mm-hmm. um but it will sit as a, as a monthly program. I think that will bring higher quality coaching and it will make it accessible to more people, which I think is a really cool thing that will come out of this very horrible situation we're all in, but a really cool adaptation that everyone has, has brought out of the back of that. The convenience and the accessibility of everything. You know, it's, it's convenient and accessible for the, for the people doing the workouts, but it's also convenient and accessible for the coaches because... Rather than having to travel to work, obviously you can't at the moment, but rather than having to travel to work, if you've just got to go to your living room and keep switching from meeting to meeting, as long as you program everything, you know, you could be doing 100 people a day quite easily. And, you know, and, and that yeah. then makes it possible for you to be more competitive because if you, like you say, are doing a per session cost or a monthly cost or a quarterly cost or whatever it's going to be, the more people you can fit into a day, obviously there has to be a point where it stops because if you're going to do a gallery view, you don't want to have 50 people on it. You want like 10, 
I mean, what, what do you think is the optimum to have on gallery view to be able to actually look at them and see what they're doing? The convenience and the accessibility of everything, you know, it's, it's convenient and accessible for the, for the people doing the workouts, but it's also convenient and accessible for the coaches because rather than having to travel to work, obviously you can't at the moment, but rather than having to travel to work, if you've just got to go to your living room and keep switching from meeting to meeting, as long as you program everything, you know, you could be doing 100 people a day quite easily. And, you know, and, and that yeah. then makes it possible for you to be more competitive because if you, like you say, are doing a per session cost or a monthly cost or a quarterly cost or whatever, whatever it's going to be, the more people you can fit into a day, obviously there has to be a, a point where it stops because if you're going to do a gallery view, you don't want to have 50 people on it, you want like 10. I mean, what, what do you think is the optimum to have on gallery view to be able to actually look at them and see what they're doing? So I think there's, there's, two, there's two different elements. There's one, if, if you're... So to roll it back, when we were, you were training with me, mm-hmm. we were doing a small group session. So we'd have, what, 10 in a session, and then on Saturday, there'd be like 25, 30 of us in a room just yeah. having a bit of fun as a group. I think the same thing is possible with the gallery view on Zoom. You can have 10. If you've got, like, the screen set up, you can have yeah. say, maybe 15 people. Um, it, you could also, there's no reason why you have to have, say, one coach. So for True. me, uh, just being me, but you could have, if you were teaming together with somebody else and you were doing it as a combined thing, you could have multiple coaches on the same hour because it creates a little bit more community around the number of people. So I think there's, I think 10 to 20, anything more than that, you might lose that initial bit from the, from the proper coaching side. Mm-hmm. And then you could do that as a every day, Monday yeah. to Friday or three times a week or twice a week, depending on what, what people want to engage in. Um, and then at the weekend or a Friday afternoon, Friday evening, you have, right, this is an open Zoom for absolutely all clients to drop into. And it will be a bit of a follow along and a bit of a laugh. And it's just, it's just a more of a, it's a very, the workout itself, super simple. It's just about getting as many people onto one thing so that someone knows the group that they're part of, yeah, there's the 10, 15 people they work with every day or every couple of days, but then they, they realize that the weekend or one evening a week, there's 150 people that are also doing the same thing as them, and they can see all 150 people at the same time. Yeah. So I think there's, there's two, two elements, and it's just you've got to be crystal clear on what you're using it for. Mm-hmm. Keep it small for, for the proper coaching, and there's no reason why you can't stick 200 people on a Zoom doing a simple a simple workout, but they're not on that Zoom for the workout. They're on that Zoom to feel part of something. I think that's yeah. it's important to understand the distinction. If you try and program a super complicated workout for 200 people, it's just going to be chaos. And people are going to feel, people aren't going to feel good because they, they're not sure if they're doing it right. But for example, if you're like, right, what we're going to do is it's three exercises, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, for example, and we're just going to go and get it for 30 minutes and get a real sweat on. And then we're all going to sit here and have a beer on camera for 15 minutes afterwards and just say cheers. That's, I think that, that there's a fantastic place for that. Yeah, it's so clever, man. I mean, I suppose if you're going to do a big session, though, you need to, there has to be the practicality of muting the entire group for some sessions. And if it's the 10, yeah. 15, because <laughs> can you imagine 150 people all panting and shouting? <laughs> that you wouldn't be It'd able be to get chaos. anything. Yeah, so I, I suppose that's the difference, isn't it? You maybe do a muted, or you're obviously not muted, but but for a, for the bigger sessions, you know, it's just you. And then, and it's more of a mass follow-on, but for the smaller sessions, 
everyone can be unmuted and everyone can engage during it. I suppose instead of muting them, you can just say, it's, you know, it's either be quiet or burpees and keep everyone quiet without yeah. the need for the mute button. <laughs> and obviously that for people who are late onto the Zoom, like you can't wait. If they're late onto the Zoom, their catch-up is right, and they go burpees yeah. until we start the next set. Everybody That'd be probably burpees. the good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, mate, I, I think, to be honest, I've, I've probably covered everything there. I think we I think we Ooh. pretty much covered everything we needed to talk about. Um, I don't know if you've got anything you want to add. I think the one thing that's been, that's been cool for me um, is just looking at the different mediums that you've got mm-hmm. and communicate across them in different ways. So obviously... I'm using a Facebook group, email, like direct email from a mailing list. Um, I've been using Instagram a little bit as well with some bits, a little bit of live uh, just to build some traction, but then there'll be some specific content that goes out through Instagram as well, so more targeted content on that. Um, And actually just starting up a YouTube channel to more use as a catalog for everything that we're doing. So there's one point of call that people can go to from all of those different mediums. It's kind of like, it's the support network as such. I see, I see YouTube as for me in the moment. Um, it means like if we write an ebook, all the workouts can go into YouTube. It can be linked to. It's out. It's like it's me. It's my my branding as yeah. opposed to others. So there's value in that. Okay. Um, so just you like. I think that what's been good to me is getting really focused on what medium I'm using and why I'm using it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, otherwise. All good. I, I like I like actually that you're and it's and it's it's one thing more people should be doing. You know, I like that you're using these mediums and setting them up now, and actually using this kind of dead time we have, or not dead time, but this period of time where we're all you know locked away and we're not allowed to really do anything, rather than just sitting and moaning about it. Actually, going out and starting something, and I think that's the message that we should probably be giving to more people. It's certainly every time I talk to somebody, I'm saying, you know, what can you be doing in this time? Use it wisely to do something. Uh, and that's sort of what you do, which is really cool to see. And, and I hope that it's going to continue growing the way that it is. And obviously we'll put all the information here. You can have a cheeky plug as well if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. I appreciate that.